Hey you guys, hope you're well. I just wanted to take this opportunity and let you know about our amazing new business scalability scorecard. So have you ever wondered if, you've, if you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, and you want to grow and scale the business but not sure how, and you're looking for some advice and you're looking for some strategies about how you could effectively grow and scale your business, well, this is your opportunity. We have actually created an amazing uh, business scalability scorecard. It takes you around seven to eight minutes, and at the end of that, it will actually create a report of all of the things that you're doing particularly well in and the things that you need to make improvements to your business. And uh, it's a great tool and a great asset for your business. To get free access to that, go to bit.ly forward slash business hyphen scalability hyphen scorecard. Go there, go now. Take care, see you soon. This is the Game Changers Experience. Deep dive conversations with leading business disruptors, Olympic athletes, celebrities, entrepreneurs, and influencers from around the world. This show will teach you insights about the winning principles in mindset, productivity, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, business strategy, and more. Hosted by Productivity Authority, business strategist, former elite athlete, author, and public speaker, Adam Strong. Listen, it's been a bit of a whirlwind week, and <laughs> I hope you guys are doing great. And moving on to our speaker. So this particular lady actually was introduced through a mutual friend of mine about, oh, let's just think about probably pushing on around two and a half, three years ago. And she's an entrepreneur. She's also the co-founder and a business owner of a, of a company called Wild Spirit. And we crack about this story, which probably makes you guys laugh more than anything else, but it's called Wild Spirit. She's also the franchise owner of a company called Intrabiz Sweden. And, that's, and the main Intrabiz is actually run by uh, a good friend of ours called Tracy Smolinski. And uh, our guest speaker, who's Claire Rees, she's uh, a franchise owner of Intrabiz in Sweden. So a little bit different in terms of the market. So for you guys that are listening from around the world, um, Sweden is that kind of skinny country in the middle of the Scandinavian continent anyway. So that's all good. Listen, so if you're if you're listening to us live, great. And uh, just again, like I said, we want to have fun. We want to have interactivity. We like to have questions. And if you're a bit shy, it's okay. We don't bite. We're only human. So it's all good. Listen, uh, so bring uh, a big round of applause, Mrs. Claire Rees. Woo! <laughs> what a brilliant intro and what so much energy. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. How are you, Adam? And thank you I'm for having me out. on. No worries, it's all good. Well, listen, you 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 know you know me. I, I, when I when I uh, when I do these types of things, you know, it, it's all about high energy for me. Absolutely, and, and you're you're the man for the high energy, aren't you? Fabulous. Yeah. I, I was laughing at that. It's brilliant, absolutely fantastic. I'm I'm enjoying. It. I'm I'm looking forward to some of this fun that we talk about. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely interesting. So, um, listen. Um, um, for those guys that are listening in right now, whether they might be listening to uh, a recording from our podcast or on the YouTube or whatever it might be, give us a bit of a background. I mean, I know that you're from Wales originally. You moved to Scandinavia. You moved to Sweden specifically uh, quite a yeah. number of years ago. But tell us a little bit about that. What was uh, what was what was going through your mind when you when you, when you gave up the uh, I suppose uh, countryside of uh, of uh, 
of Wales and, and the Red Dragon and stuff like that and 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 kind of shipped up and, and moved to a much colder climate. What's that? What was going through your mind there? I know it crazy, crazy. But just to, to just to let everybody know, it wasn't sort of like I'm going to make this decision and make this decision now. You know, there was a lot of thought gone into it. And when I was in Wales, um, I uh, my my dream was I always want to emigrate. So whenever I went on holidays, I was always going to. I, if I went to Italy, France, Spain, wherever I went, I'm going to live there. So there was always in my mind. So when the opportunity came up, and that's it, isn't it? You have to put yourself out there. When the opportunity came up that I was going to move to Sweden, it was a no-brainer for me. And, and and everything happened for a reason because um, it came to a point where my son had actually moved out. He was he'd gone to college, and my project uh, had come to an end. The contract had come to an end, um, and uh, the man in my life showed up. And, um, you know, I fell in love and he was in Sweden. He's from Wales as well. He'd already moved to Sweden. And um, it, that was the opportunity. But that's about it, isn't it? It's creating those opportunities. Never say I wish I could say I am going to. And, and that's what happened. And we moved to Sweden. And uh, yeah, I gave up that project management community development life um, to to actually run a dog. Like you said, wild spirit, dog sledding. <laughs> don't I'm even like get us started guys don't even get us started with that right it's all good so yeah, funny yeah yeah so so we we set up wildsburg dog sledding um, and we started off with eight dogs and i remember when we actually when i actually moved here and uh, uh, my now husband because we got married uh his brother said one day i'm gonna have 16 dogs and you know we're gonna have uh, because Richard's brother was in the business with us at the very beginning and um, I looked at him and I thought are you nuts 16 dogs, That's eight dogs. <laughs> are you nuts you know and, and then I, we set up this dog sledding business I think at, at the, the the most dogs we've ever had is 92. <laughs> wow that's <laughs> so when insane you know, to think that you're actually moving, a, a Welsh girl is moving from Wales to Sweden with eight huskies. I thought that was mental. And I th I was really looking forward to that experience and, and the news and, and, and a new door opening. Uh, and now, uh, yeah, and then we end up with 90. So we got down, we're down to 65 now. So, yeah, as you said, we're a Welsh couple from Wales. Uh, we emigrated to Sweden and lo and behold, we set up a dog sledding business. And, and I cool. think for me, uh, as well, it, it was all the stuff that we've done. It's not been uh, it's not been something that we've just thought, yeah, that let's do that. Yeah, let's do this. The dog sledding was, but not for my husband. But it was like we lived in a, in a cabin for five years with no water, no electricity. Um, and it's something for me. It was like that opportunity was there. And yeah, I took it because I, I, I wanted to do that. You know, my, mm. it, it's quite funny because my my favourite pro children's programme was always Heidi and I always wanted to live that life and it just felt right. <laughs> <laughs> so Heidi, that's like, I remember that, Jesus. Jesus. But not with Grandad, with my husband. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, yeah. And, and it taught us, oh, it yeah. taught, you know, one thing as well about actually moving and emigrating, it taught me how to be humble because... Mm. I went from, you know, I got, I've got degrees, I've got qualifications, I've got project management. But at one point in Sweden, when we were actually setting up, I had to, the only job I could actually get was cleaning because I didn't have the oh, Swedish yeah. language. So I had to clean. Mm. I am not a cleaner. <laughs> 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 I'm absolutely rubbish cleaner, you know, but 
to actually earn some sort of pocket money or put a roof over your head. At one point I had to clean, but it taught me as well. It taught me a huge lesson that did because at some points when you're in these 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 businesses and we were cleaning some businesses as well, people would ignore us. And uh, I thought, how rude, you know? But but for me, that I, I always then from that point, it was like, I will never ever ignore anybody because I know how, how it feels. It just feels... You just feel rubbish, you know, to be ignored. That cleaning job is just as important as that huge CEO job as well. So uh, it humbled me that day. That was an amazing sort of lesson learned and, and, and something that is in, in my head, you know, it humbles you when you actually move and set a business and you have to do lots of things. You have to do lots of things to actually get that business established um, up, up and running and, and work harder and push yourself you know, at some point, especially the business that we had. And I noticed on your, um, your uh, some of your advertising, you were saying about a tourist business. Well, it's dog sledding. Mm. It's going to last five to six months of the year. So you have to think of mm. other strategies to make an income. Yeah. And we'll talk about that, actually, because because um, I know that that's a really interesting topic, you know, to talk about that. But um, yeah. how did you how did you find... I mean, you, you talked about emigrating from Wales to Sweden, which are two very different cultures, I, mm -hmm. I believe so anyway. Um, how did you, um, I mean, I mean, I know that there's a lot of, um, I take my hats off to people that effectively are, should we say, foreigners that go into a different country and then set up a business. How did you find what was the first couple of years like for you running your running a business in a foreign country that you couldn't even speak the same language and had very little experience in terms of culture? What was that like? Tough. So mm. tough. Just think about it. We I knew two words when I came here. I knew I knew hello and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I knew. And, and you 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 are exactly right. You know, we I I, I am Welsh. And what you see is what you get. You have my full life history. You have everything about me in the first five minutes that you actually learn. You learn me. I'm your best friend when you just meet me. I'm your best friend when when you just meet me. That's the Welsh culture. We we just yeah. we wear our hearts on our sleeves. And then you have um, a typical Swedish culture, which which can be quite introverted. It takes a long time to build that relationship. Um, mm. And they're very rule orientated. Well, you know, in Wales, rules are made to be broken. It is our philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> in Sweden, in Sweden, rules are rules. So it was so tough to actually learn um, about the culture and culture shock. You know, if anybody has experienced culture shock, it just it is a shock, a shock to the system, mm. and it's a new learning. You have to learn because at one point as well, I I I I dipped. I was low. I I I got anxiety. I got depression because I was being somebody that I wasn't. I was trying to fit in with the Swedish culture, and that's not yep. me. But I've mm. learned to get out of that as well. And um, now it's even though I I fit, I I'm more empathetic to the Swedish culture. And still me. Mm. Um, but I'm more empathetic and understanding of the Swedish culture as well. So that's what it is. When you mm. move into a country, you have to be empathetic of what they are doing to actually fit in. I don't think we'll ever, ever fit in 100%. We never do it, but we fit in, fit in, you know, as an outsider. And mm. that's what's 
building our reputation and we've got quite a good reputation here as well we've been on um like we've been on the kevin uh, mcleod show uh, escape to the wild and yeah. we've done a sort of newspaper pr and, and, and things like that and we're one of the biggest dog sledding companies in our area called the Empland. so a lot of people know who we are um so uh so so and and we are respected and we get uh we, we get a lot of referrals as well from mm. other businesses because they know who we are and 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 our customer service our service that we offer tourists which you know mm. which is massive when you get referrals in the swedish world that's massive nice love it very cool very interesting conversation um, love to know uh, if any of you guys that are listening in, if you if you uh, if you're similar to Claire in terms of uh, where where she was at, and uh, if you're in the same position, and if you've struggled to make a transition, or maybe you're not, maybe you're just uh, listening in because we're having some interesting conversations, which is fine too, by the way. That's all good. Um, interestingly enough, because we're talking about um, seasonal businesses now, because you are in a seasonal business, mm -hmm. I think. Um, You've been in, I suppose, in the middle of Sweden, and you said yeah. around five to six months a year. I, I think probably this year it's probably been a bit longer. But um, what have you found to be the advantages and disadvantages of having a seasonal business? Have you found any sort of advantages and disadvantages? Yeah, well, the advantages are, and uh, Richard and I are both the same, is that you won't get bored. You won't get bored of that, of that business. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm, I'm that type of person, you know, that I have never had a permanent job. I've always ever had projects uh, because I can mm. get easily bored with, 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 with uh, if I'm doing the same thing all the time. That's why I don't think I'll ever have a proper job because I need to have new projects all the time. You won't get bored. Um, and there, there is, you know, you, you, you'd always got that excitement as well. They, they are the advantages you get. And you can submerse yourself. You can really, you know, right, from December to the end of the season, from when we have our last phone call, you can actually push yourself 100% to make things work in that business. And we actually meet so many amazing people from all over the world. This year, mm. exceptional, because we, we've met Swedish people. But normally, we get to meet people from Japan, from Australia, Lebanon, um, Germany, and Mm. amazing amazing people and the power of social media that's why i love social media for this one reason is that we keep in touch so i keep in touch with a lot of our our guests and they return so it's all that customer service ret retention keeping in touch i had a lovely message from one of my um guests that um this afternoon you know um she wanted to tell me something it's a bit personal so i'm not going to say it but for, for somebody, one of our guests wanted to reach out to tell me something. For me, that is absolutely fantastic. So I've got brilliant amazing. relationships. Yeah, it's amazing. And then, and then they bring their friends, and their friends bring their friends. You build in these solid relationships. So, yeah, they are the advantages. The disadvantages are then it, it's more financial because when that season is finished, then you've got you've got to plan ahead because you have mm. to have. A, COVID has actually brought this out anyway um, in businesses. You have to have more than one income stream. Um, of course. So we have to be start looking for work or, or other projects for the summertime back in February, March time. So we have to plan them ready for the summertime. And it doesn't yeah. always happen. And especially in the area that we live, 
you know, May and June are down times for a lot of businesses. So yeah. when we get, we, we're not quite there yet, but when we get there, we will actually be having three or four months of the year off, you know? Mm -hmm. Let's have to make those summer, the, 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 the dog sledding is sustainable. That's working. That's amazing. That's fabulous. The summer season, mm. that we, we, we just need to get that going because we've been concentrating on the winter season. Um, mm -hmm. But that, that is the down. That's the downside of it is that you're always looking at the, at, for the next step. And if you think about it, we work sort of like 12, 15, 16 hours during the winter time. By the time that's finished, you, you need a few weeks off to re, to, 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 to recharge the batteries, the mm. recharge the batteries, you know, so uh, they, mm. they, they, they are some of the things. But that then that's why the reason that I took on the Interface Sweden franchise was yep. so that we knew we needed an extra income stream um and when tracy came along and suggested to us it, and i said you know i'm project management you know a great people person i love people i love helping people um mm. so it was a no-brainer it, it was just a no-brainer I, I you know and i could see how both businesses eventually can marry together because we'll we will have sort of like networking activities with a dog sled in and and you know and it will actually sort of like marry together eventually nice very cool very good um yeah. was it's interesting i just had an epiphany and i don't think we've ever spoken about this but are you familiar with the red bull races are you familiar yeah. with red bull races okay cool yeah, and candy, you know that they do yeah, yeah, yeah. In, so 30 minutes from us is the biggest ski resort in, in Europe, I think, in Aura. And they've oh. had the Red Bull races. So there's a pub there called The Broken. And um, they, they've got um, like uh, a TV recording, you know, like um, advertising where they had the Red Bull, right. they had the Red Bull challenge going from the top to the bottom as quick as you can. It's nuts. <laughs> That's nuts. You know, I, I had this epiphany because, like, obviously, you, you know, the dogs, um, you know, for six months of the year, effectively six, seven months of the year or whatever it is, you know, they're they're all, they're all full well or whatever it is. But I was thinking of a, a summer idea and, you know, it just came and came into my head. You might have already considered it already. But um, based on the concepts of Red Bull races that you'd use a dog or two dogs to effectively yeah. do some sort of like summer rally, if you like, right? So it's like, <laughs> so you create your own like, um, I suppose, box or meals on wheels with two dogs on front, and then you race them. Um, and, yeah. and, and you know, I think it would just be like, just just be like kind of fun and you'd have competition. It'd be carnage. It'd be carnage. It would be carnage. And that's, it, that's the idea. That's the, that's the idea to have be carnage. <laughs> I mean, you have to have a look on, on YouTube for the mass takeoff with dog sledding. It's absolutely horrendous. It's something I never want to be involved in. I hold my breath for the whole time, you know, because that's one thing you, you learn as well. You learn with the dogs, you know, is uh, you can't yeah. control nature and you can't control animals. And they say never True. work with animals. We work with it all. <laughs> True, true. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll end up being, uh, I suppose it'll end up being Jackass 4, sorry, Jackass 5, the, the continuing stories. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Jackass, oh, but it's kind of funny. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, um, believe it or not, I want to go back to what you were saying before, which was all about, um, you know, maintaining um, cash flow. Um, yeah. You know, how do you, 
I mean, you've now been kind of, I suppose you must be a master of trying to continuing to figure out. I mean, you mentioned one point there, which was to plan in February and March about yeah. the summer activities. But yeah. how do effectively, are, are there any other tips that you have for our listeners of people that run seasonal businesses, right? Whether it be an ice cream kiosk or something, uh, maybe they own something along the beach or whatever it is. Um, in terms of how to maintain a positive cash flow in the off season, um, any thoughts there? Well, yeah, and it, it's like you you need that extra income. Like we've got the the extra bit of passive income as well, and we had actually yeah. looked. We were doing it last year before the 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 um, the actual tour started. Uh, sorry, COVID. And the plan and the plan was to be affiliates as well. So it's it's thinking of all these different income streams that you but the business can actually use and um, becoming sponsored, you know, becoming sponsored by different um, companies as well. And then you can um, I, I give you a feedback then. I can yeah. <laughs> then, um, yeah, so we're looking at affiliations as well. So when people book onto our dog sled tours, then they can, if they want, look at clothing, because that's one of the big, the big bear for us as well, is that clothing. So when people turn up, they've, they've got horrendous clothing on. So what we need them to do is wear the good clothing. So we can have some sort of affiliation there where they can they can um, buy, purchase good quality clothing for not so much money, because some of the clothing, like a pair of trousers for us, is like you're looking at £300. You know, that you, you spend it. It's insane prices that we have to spend on clothing. So, like, for our gear, you're looking at one and a half, two grand just to kit one person out uh, for the winter season wow. so they're warm. So, you know, the dogs, it's hard-wearing clothing as well. So, I think I'm going off the subject now. But it's looking at different ways of being passive income. And, like, you you know, you know, we, we're investing in sort of um, uh, cash effects as well. So, there's different, different types of passive income there. Um, and you, you you need to actually look at another business that you can actually work around that tourist business because that's your main component. Um, mm. And it's just being smart and inventive as well because what we've done, mm. we've built like um, a playground so we have dogs so people can come and um, visit the dogs. So it's a, a kennel visits and things like that and they can take a grill and a coffee at our kennels during the summertime as well. Uh, we've got a play nice. cup dogs can run free and it's good that and, and a little bit of education as well because there are so many people out there that that, that come to mm. us and they ask us for information on dogs especially huskies um so it's the it's educating so it's it's thinking smart and being inventive um and look at what you got as well look at what you have already got and how can how can you use that to your advantage to make an income and one of the other things mm. that we've done is like sponsor a dog so you can actually, so that people can, um, and what we are finding is kids always want a dog, don't they? Every child. Yeah, not absolutely. Many There's not many children that don't want a dog and they nag and nag and nag their parents for a dog. Well, what we find is they the, the parents are sponsoring a dog. Um, and then, especially if they live in Sweden, they can come visit the kennel. They can take their dog for a walk. They have updates on their dog. Um, so they're buying them a dog, but they they can they can visit it once or twice a year as well. Perfect present for everybody. So it's just love it. Look, it, it's solving that that you know that those customers' uh, problems as well because the kids come and uh, they they cry. They don't want to leave the kennel because they want a dog. Mm. All of a sudden, you know. 
Mm, so love it. It's looking at the different things that you can actually, um, you can actually uh, um, earn an in income on, you know, and and always say yes to things. <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> No, you know you, you've got to learn you've got to know your limits and that's something that I've actually taught myself over the years as well because you know when I met you you know I didn't know my limits I was doing every single thing but it's actually you know just just saying yes to things and uh, and then figuring out how it's going to work out later because one of my philosophies as well is that I always love to run my businesses my projects and everything from the customer app so the customers will voice their opinions and I like to serve so I'm, I'm like to serve what the customer needs from it because you build a good reputation from that and they always come back as well um and, th and then you can reach out to them and yeah. just think all the relationships that i've actually built with my customers is that um if anything's happening in the summer i could send them a newsletter and um and i'm thinking of them then and i'm serving them uh, with with another opportunity for them uh, to come and mm. visit the dogs because people fall in love with our dogs they actually fall and and when they come year after year, they come to see a certain dog. So, mm. um, so, it, so it's actually looking at those dogs as well, uh, sort of like looking at the business and and, uh, and and working with that, working what you've already got. Very nice. It's interesting, and I and I and I'm a big um, I'm a big endorsement uh, endorser of what you've said. Really, kind of um, taking your skills because I mean you're a very highly skilled person, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, using those skills and effectively um, monetizing those skills to the maximum yeah. effectively. That's what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because you you're the expert of your own business. You, yeah. only you can only you only you can actually you, you are the expert and you are the best of what you of your business so it's yeah mm. it's, it's using those skills and monetizing on them as well but also you're offering a fantastic service um and you're keeping your your customers happy and you're providing them with something that they need so you're solving a problem for them very good. Uh, by the way, we have got Stefan Tonin. That's just uh, Tonin. That's just he. He, he's, he yeah. was on last week and actually uh, he said he did slot d d dog slagging in uh, February. In Sweden. February. It, was a, it was an amazing experience. <laughs> and he's loving the conversation. Thank you, Stefan. It is an amazing experience. It's it's absolutely fantastic. I don't know, Stefan, how long a tour you did, um, but you know our tours will go from two hours up to two days. And uh, mm. when you actually connect with the dogs, because the dogs can feel everything inside, the dogs can feel how you are feeling, you know? So when you connect mm. with those dogs, when you arrive at the kennel, they're not just dogs. When you leave, when you arrive at the do kennel, sorry, they're just dogs. When you leave, they're personalities, they got a voice, they've got, you know, they are something different. Um, mm. and, and, and that's, and when you're out with them up in the mountains and the silence and they're working so hard with you, you know, we can offer people a trip of a lifetime. I've seen grown yeah. men crying on top of the mountain because they've experienced. <laughs> I love it. I love want? it. I love what, it. What, what more can you want? And and what we are seeing as well is um, more and more people are bringing um, their children to us with learning difficulties um, nice. and maybe maybe um, autism as well. And mm. they've never ever seen their child excited. 
and they come and they Love see the, how the kids connect and then that child all of a sudden becomes excited and the kids have, the parents have never seen it before wow that many many mm -hmm. you couldn't you couldn't spend money on that could you you know that that's just invaluable to, to actually witness that Let's see what Stefan says. There's four rounds, but certainly do it again for two days. Love, love time experiences. Yeah. And you know, uh, Clay, you're—I mean, Clay, you're—you're you're in the memories business. At the end of the day, you create memories. That's what you do. So, um, you know, yeah. and uh, that's what I love about it. It's very cool. Yeah, create create memories, uh, and you know, people will reach out and they'll keep in contact with me year after year after year, and um, they'll send photographs. The amount the the amount of photographs that I have got sent because maybe people mm. will be walking in the street right and and that's like like what we say in intrabiz isn't it you have to keep top of mind attracts top opportunities and people will be walking down the street and uh, they'll take a picture of a husky and they'll send it to me saw this thought of you thanks love it, <laughs> it, it you know actually i had a you know, I just had this epiphany that came into my head as we were talking, right? And I don't know if you've, ever, if you've ever considered this. And we were talking about creating like additional streams of income right, for your business, right? Well, I know your talented husband is very, um, should we say, he's very um, useful with his hands. Let's put yeah. it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he's very good with his hands. But have you ever considered setting up some sort of e-commerce or um, which maybe... Um, creating your own branded merchandise i, I don't know if you explored that but um i know that we were on um i was on clubhouse um was today but it was the other day or whatever it was and we were talking about seasonal businesses and well there you go there perfect there you go. <laughs> exactly so you've got this i know that you've got um some amazing stuff but i'm just also thinking about like all year round merchandise right yeah that effectively people can go on to like maybe a shopify and just like you know because i mean your stuff is absolutely like world class you know you you use the best materials and it's you know and, and it's just great do you know what i mean so um uh, you know it's just it was just kind of a random thing there no 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 that's not random at all because that bag that i was showing you now that, that i just showed you now that's work in progress because the leather you saw on there, Richard, Richard actually um, produced his own leather from um, uh, um, Ellie, moose skin. Um, yes, okay. So last, so last year, the hunters dropped off 15 moose skins, right? So they've just, just been, um, the moose have just been skinned and uh, we had all the skins. And he's prepared all that skin, right? So that, and, he, and it's taken him nearly a year to actually prepare it. And now it's leather. The coloring on it is from he's going to kill me now if i don't remember what it is willow so it's from willow <laughs> so the, the color on that is is tanned willow so it's all natural there's nothing in there that's chemicals right so mm. he's made that and then we we got the the fur then is from like the sami so they are the the yeah. the local herders of reindeers so that fur is from sami and uh that bag then is hand stitched Okay, so it's 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 actually made from the very beginning. You couldn't actually put a price tag on that. The hours that it actually makes to, to takes to make it. It's insane. So it, it is absolutely insane. So those type of things. Yes, we are. It's work in progress. And he's. We've got um, in autumn time. It, we got the um, Husmarkner, the autumn market in in order. 
So that's what he's preparing now. He's making a lot of things ready for that husmarknad. And then, um, and it's like he makes baskets out of birch trees as well and out of the bark of birch trees. So he's producing all that ready. So, yes, we are doing that. And, yes, when people come and they come dog sledding at the moment, I've got merchandise that they can sell. Um, and what one of the plans as well is to have branded merchandise up as well. It's just I've never got round to it um yeah. i've never i've never got round to it but it is planned for you know it, because people like to take things away little memorabilia as a way of course they do of course they yeah, do that, and that, you know it's interesting it's great for um like corporate as well you know if you have a corporate group and stuff like that and um you know and, and it's, it's yeah it was just kind of a you know a whim there and uh, i'm glad that you're considering it because you know yeah e-commerce and um selling actual physical products you know yeah. it requires a very different mindset and requires a slightly different strategy well, but and, that, and that's the other thing is my week my weakness is sending things in post i'm rubbish i am so <laughs> rubbish at it so if i do something like this i'm gonna need somebody to actually do that bit for delegate me absolutely I, yeah. I, can, I know I can't. I've, I've had letters on my desk for I don't know how how long that I haven't sent in the post yet. So parcels Love is it. just not my thing. <laughs> That's what's Very holding cool. me back. That weakness. I know my weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Listen, guys, if you are listening in to us live and uh, you want to make a comment like Stefan has done, or you want to make a share or a like, then do me a favor. Uh, for uh, we just like to know who's there in terms of engagement. Um, it, it's kind of it's kind of cool because we just like to have play time and have fun. Uh, yeah. I've known Claire for quite some time. She's one of my clients as well, and she's just a she's just a great bundle of joy uh, to be around. <laughs> she loves helping people and stuff like that. So um, yeah. um, like <laughs> that's what I really win. love about you, anyway. Yeah, thank you. I like to see people again. Win. I like to see people win. Absolutely. Well, that's good because yeah. and you know and and that and that to me is that that to me is like a winning formula right if you yeah. if you want to help others win right you win yourself and that and 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 that to me is that makes more sense right and we talked about this in uh, in the last game changer summit with bob burke right he talks about mm -hmm. go-giver uh sort of analogy and the go-giver strategy the more that you give right yeah. claire the more that universe will, will reward you um Absolutely. and some people and some people they say to me they're like adam they're like so when is this going to come? When is this going to come? And it's like, well, okay. you know, no one, no, there is no specific time scale. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, when does, you know, pigs don't fly, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. I, I wish it would. It would be so much yeah, easier. But I, I also um, think as well, if you're going to ask that question, right, you're mm, given to receive. True. If you, if you ask that question, when is it going to come? You're just given to receive. If you're given to 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 help people win okay something mm. will happen but don't expect and you don't know when you don't know how but something will happen we have had so you know in, in our in our business we've had so many amazing things happening to us in our journey um mm. that you know even even this afternoon right and it's such a little thing but for me it means a massive deal is that my neighbor now you know my neighbor knocked my door she'd made homemade bread and I'd wow. actually maybe made a comment, you know, that that I, I oh I love homemade bread. And she knocked the door and um she made homemade bread. Now I never expected it and I was over the moon with it. So 
and and I've helped, and I've helped her out. It's not been in business; it's in personal stuff. I've helped feed the cat and things. But sure. I never want anything. I never want anything for it. Yeah. But that's yeah. it. If, if you expect, if you're going to ask, when is it going to happen? Then you're expecting mm. something bad, aren't you? Yeah, well, it, it, it's the same with anything, and I and I say and I share this right with many many, including yourself, is that if yeah. you expect right, you become disappointed because you put an expectation. Yet the universe doesn't it doesn't work like that. Do you know what I mean? And and without kind of getting woo woo, and it isn't woo woo, but it it's kind of that that manifestation. It's kind of you know you're setting setting it up right. You're setting yeah. it up for it to effectively materialize at a time when you're at least expecting it and uh and that's kind of my analogy so um yeah, listen this has not, been it's fun not, it's not i know but it's not even woo woo isn't it it's it's that body language and uh, my other business partner and i we, we haven't spoken about this but i've got three businesses actually where i've got we've just set up a conflict communication queen um mass uh membership with my, another business partner called sarah neestrom and she's a body language expert um mm. and um you know, and, and some things that she's actually learned is by your body language, you can communicate. And it's a high percentage. I can't remember the percentage, but it's a high percentage of of your body language and your facial expressions that it will actually um, communicate with that person. So Correct. actually, if you're, you're giving, I'm going to give this person because I'm going to expect something back. Your body language and your facial expressions are going to say it all. Mm, that mm. person's going to know that unconsciously. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's about 80%. I can't remember the percentages, but it's I think it's, high, it's it's high in the 80s. It's in the 80s yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but listen, today's been mm -hmm. fun. I've really enjoyed mm -hmm. our conversations. I know that you've got a lot of strings to your bow, but I guess yeah. um, um, for, for those people that, um, that have enjoyed some, uh, you know, enjoyed our conversations for today, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you if they wish to do so? They can actually just Google Clary Sweden and they'll find me. Um, but I'm on all social media. If you put Clary Sweden into Facebook, um, into LinkedIn, into Instagram, I'm in there. Or Intrabis Sweden, Wild Spirit Dog Sledding. So anything to do with dogs, you can put Clary's dogs in Sweden, you'll find me. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not to, I'm not difficult to find. But, you know, I just love to have conversations. So if anybody wants to reach out just to learn more about my story, because I know a lot of people are interested in emigrating and moving and they want to know more about my mm. story and that conversation. Um, and just to connect as well and to talk about, um, you know, maybe setting up a business. I know a lot of people, I, I've spoken to a lot of people at the moment are struggling um, in business and I'm happy to help. <laughs> Love it, love it, love it. Very cool. Thanks very much, Claire. Really appreciate you being on uh, tonight's show. And uh, and thanks to you guys that have engaged with us and, and, and shared the love. We love that. We love engagement. That's what we're yeah. here to, uh, to facilitate. Um, just to let you know that um, last week was our 100th episode on the Get Changes Experience podcast. So if you haven't had the opportunity to listen, make sure that you listen to that because that was a special show that me and my team put together and it was amazing. <laughs> um, it was basically showcasing some of the best bits of some of our past hundred episodes. And honestly, it will blow your socks away. So listen, I hope you enjoyed today's show with me and Claire Reese. Um, and uh, we're, hopefully we'll see you again uh, next week uh, on the Game Changer Show. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. And we'll see thank you, you soon. Thank you Cheers now. Bye. Bye. Hey, you guys. I just want to say thank you so much 
for listening in to this episode of the Game Changers Experience. I hope that you got some amazing value, some great insights and golden nuggets that you can implement into your business straight away. I would really, really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review on the button below. Have a fantastic day and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.